0: Hello, beautiful, and welcome back to Empower Radio. My name is Bianca Scalise, and I created this podcast because there are a lot of women in the world that are uncomfortable in their skin, and I don't want for you to be one of them. So let's dive into today's topic, which is what exercises or what type of exercise is best to lean out and tone up? So when we ask that question, the next question is, well, what's the goal, right? What type of exercise is best depends on the goal that we're talking about. And people listening to this podcast, I imagine that you have a similar goal. So we're here to lean out and tone up, right? When we say lean out, we're talking about some fat loss. And when we say tone up, we're talking about allowing our body to have shape from the muscle that's on our body. Also, of course, feeling healthy with no pain and feeling good in our body and getting stronger. So what type of exercise is best? Well, we need to ask ourselves the question, what do we need to do to achieve that goal? What do we need to do to lean out and tone up and feel good? the goals won't be achieved just from exercise alone of course but it's a great start and that's our topic today the other pieces of the puzzle that i want to mention before we dive into exercise are of course nutrition we've talked about selecting a route for nutrition in a previous podcast so we won't talk about this today um and the other piece of the puzzle is non-exercise activity so how active we're being throughout the day having something like a step goal consistently so today we're diving into and really focusing on the exercise component. I have a motto and that motto is doing something is better than doing nothing. In most cases, doing something is better than doing nothing. So if you have something that you love to do already, for example, yoga, Zumba, group classes, kickboxing, whatever it is, awesome. I am thrilled I support you Um, if you like it, if it's good for your mental health, if you do it because it's social, like it's something you do with your friends, then those things are awesome. And this is all very important and it serves a purpose, right? So I'm here today to talk about something that's pretty specific, but I'll never tell you not to do the active things that you enjoy doing. So keep doing those. If you're enjoying rock climbing or whatever it might be, keep doing that. Today, I want to talk about something really specific, which is what type of exercise is optimal for creating a lean, strong physique that is sustainable to maintain and going to keep us strong as we age. Okay. So I'd like to pose this question to you. What do we need from our exercise if we want to lean out, get tone and strong? What do we need? Do we need an exercise routine that's going to have us burning as many calories as possible? No, right? Why not though? Because that's kind of counterintuitive. Why aren't we trying to burn as many calories as possible in our exercise? The people that are doing cardio only, they're doing HIT training, Orange Theory, five times a week, running, sweating, burning calories. What are those people not doing by only doing cardio? Well, they're not building lean muscle, right? They might be burning as many calories as they can, but they're not really focusing on building muscle. So let's take a sidebar for a moment. And I want to bust a myth with you. And that myth is some people have a misconception that when we build muscle, we can either build bulky muscle or we can build really lean muscle. And this just simply isn't true. All muscle is lean muscle. I use the words lean muscle because I think it gets the point across that we're not going to be getting bigger and bigger and bulkier and bulkier. But when we're talking about building muscle, we're really simply just talking about that muscle itself and not um, excess adipose tissue on top of the muscle. So this is not true, right? Building muscle, it it's just is what it is. It's not bulky or lean what will influence whether we just keep packing on mass, packing on weight and becoming a Jack Jim bro, or whether we are actually leaning out and we can see that muscle definition is the way that we eat. And in addition to that, uh, the dudes that you see on the cover of magazines that are just insanely jacked. These guys are usually taking performance enhancing drugs. Okay. So these people have so much more testosterone in their system than you as a probably female listening to this podcast. So this is important to clarify so that we can move forward and you won't freak out when I tell you the next thing, which is we need our exercise program to help us to build lean muscle. Um, we need our exercise program to help us get that lean tone, strong physique and actually not burn as many calories as humanly possible, right? We need it to help us build muscle. So I know that there's probably some resistance to this idea. When you think of exercise, a lot of people think of Well, I'm, I'm trying to sweat as much as I can. I'm trying to see that on my Apple watch, I burned 600 calories. Um, I know that there's resistance to the idea because I had resistance for the longest time. It seemed very counterintuitive for me to think I'm going into my workout today, not to burn calories, but to build muscle. I used to say, I used to say my legs are already so big. I don't want to gain muscle and make them bigger. That was my like rationale for not doing strength training, or if I did for not lifting heavy. And what I didn't realize is that muscle is very dense compared to fat. Okay. So that means that you can have 10 pounds of muscle and 10 pounds of fat, and the muscle is going to take up less space than the fat, right? So it's not going to be as massive. It's not going to take up as much space. And the reason why my legs were so big was not because I was massively muscular. It was, or, or because this is my favorite, cause I used to think this all the time because I was quad dominant. That's what I thought. I thought I'm quad dominant, so I should not be squatting. Otherwise I'm gonna get bigger quads. And the reason why they were so big wasn't because I just naturally had these super muscular thighs, it's important. Is because i had excess adipose tissue or or fat on them okay so i know that this is a big idea but muscle is actually great for our resting metabolic rate so it's called resting metabolic rate just means that the calories we burn at rest so this means that having more muscle on your frame, having more muscle on your body will help you to burn more calories at rest, which is a good thing to be able to maintain your results and be lean over time. Um, and strength training helps to kickstart our metabolism and, uh, allows it to function in a really healthy way. So woman to woman, I would not be leading you down the wrong path. I would not steer you in the wrong direction. I'm making this podcast right now to save you time. <laughs> Time from bouncing around from program to program, different plans, boot camps, different methods. F forty five, Orange Theory, Barry's boot camp, P ninety X, all of the different things. Okay, and not seeing results because this is what I did. Um, I would like to show you what I've found because I've literally done all of the things that I mentioned above, and I know that it is so frustrating to be caught in a cycle of maybe seeing a little result for a short term but then gaining the same weight back again and again. And I wish that I would have had a good plan from the beginning and just done it right sooner. Realize there's no shortcut. There's no branded way that is the way, but there are a few things that we need to learn so that we can get that result and, and keep it. So Now we know that we want our exercise program to serve the purpose of helping us build lean muscle. So the next question is what type of exercise is best? Maybe you would have already come across this answer on your own, but yes, that's right. Strength training, strength training, lifting weights, moving our body weight, encouraging our muscle to grow. Coupling strength training with the right nutrition plan will set us on the path to sustainable results. Now, let's talk about what type of strength training because I hear a lot of this controversy over high weight, high, high rate, can't talk, high reps, low weight, or high weight, low reps. People are constantly always going back and forth about these things. So I'd like to share with you some basics. There are different rep ranges that are particularly good for different things. Okay. So we have rep ranges for strength. We have a rep range for hypertrophy or another, um, hypertrophy is just another way of saying building muscle. Okay. And then we have a rep range for endurance. So I'll stick kind of a chart. If you're watching this on YouTube, I'll stick a chart here for a visual, but I'll also explain this a little bit. Um, Important to keep in mind before I go over these numbers that these rep ranges overlap, meaning that if you are training in a hypertrophy rep range or a muscle building rep range, you are still going to get stronger. There is definitely overlap between strength and hypertrophy and endurance. It just means that if we're concentrated in one rep range, we're really focusing on that as being kind of the primary um, purpose of our, our lifting. So in general, and these numbers are more or less, if we want to be focusing on true strength. So what does that mean? If I'm a power lifter and I'm going to do a competition and I'm trying to lift as much as possible for a one rep max, right? I'm going to have to do some low rep range training, of course, because I'm really focusing on building strength for that one rep max. So I'm going to have to be in that quote unquote strength rep range, right? Um, so that strength rep range is around one to five reps. We're really focusing in on strength. The hypertrophy rep range is going to be somewhere around six to 15. And then the endurance rep range is going to be around 15 or more repetitions. So that means if you're doing 30 reps of something, what we're primarily working there is going to be endurance. Now, like I said, these have overlap. So keep that in mind. These aren't like black and white numbers to where it's like, okay, if you crossed into the hypertrophy section, you're not going to get strong. That's not how, um, this works. They bleed together. So, um, on this chart, given that what we know about our training, um, and how we're trying to build muscle, what rep range would you train in hypertrophy right you'd be training in that middle hypertrophy rep range obviously getting stronger as you're going through it but really focusing on building that lean muscle now a general rule of thumb 8 to 12 reps which is right in the middle of that hypertrophy rep range tends to be really great for most people it tends to be a good place to be there are people that swear by only lifting light weight in high rep ranges These are the same people that think that it's possible to build bulky muscle or lean muscle. It is simply not true. It is simply a myth, and it's going to take you longer to get those results to build that lean muscle than it would if you simply would progressively lift heavier and be in that hypertrophy rep range. Okay. They're in more of an endurance rep range, which is not necessarily the most helpful for what we're trying to do. So I recommend that if you're a beginner or a beginner intermediate Um, to lifting, you don't necessarily set out to write your own plan from scratch. Okay. The reason why I say this is because there's a lot of things to factor in such as your reps, your sets, your exercise selection, the overall weekly volume for specific different muscle groups. There are a lot of things to consider. And if you're newer to this, by the time you're done researching all the things that you're going to need to put this together, you'll probably be so tired of making it that you won't even want to do it. (laughs) So I recommend that you just purchase a good plan from someone. And I actually created a free four week lifting program for you. So you can get an idea of what your program could look like. Um, So to get that super easy, just click the link in the description. Um, Like I said, it's free. You can go to our Facebook group. All you have to do is comment on the pinned post and we'll literally send it over to you for free. Um, All right. So let's bust another myth. I love, I love Miss Bustin, (laughs) Miss Bustin, Myth (laughs) Bustin. I'm having a fun time talking today. Um, The myth of muscle confusion. So there's, this is the idea that you have to do different exercises frequently to confuse your muscles so that they will continue to see results so that you can still see results in your body. You've got to do all these different exercises. This is an absolute myth. And I'm going to explain exactly why muscles don't get confused. They don't really think like we do. We're not keeping them on our, on their toes and, you know, making them, it's not like puzzles or something like that to them. So I want you to imagine two people. There's one person that is doing random exercises every time that they train. Okay. They're picking workouts from Instagram that they see and they see, oh, that girl has a nice butt. I'm going to use that exercise. I'm going to use a little bit of this over here. And they go into the gym and kind of do a little bit of everything. And person two has selected maybe 10 to 15 exercises to focus on in their week. And they spread that through like three different workouts. So maybe they're doing like five exercises per workout. Um, And they do the same 10 to 15 exercises week by week for three months. Which person do you think is going to see better results? Person two, right? Because they are repeating the same exercises over time. But why does that give you better results? Because the first around two weeks of consistently doing an exercise. So for example, let's take the squat. Like say that it's your first two weeks of really, really being consistent with squat and really focusing on your form and all this, the first two weeks of doing that squat, maybe it's a high bar squat or a low bar squat or a front squat, right? There's different variations. The first two weeks you're doing that variation of the exercise. We're really just getting good at the form, right? We're getting more coordinated and we're really getting good at the movement pattern. So we have to get good at the movement first before we can really start to push and add weight to the movement and see progress. This is so important because if we're changing our exercises every two weeks or every month, we're not giving our body the time that it needs to be able to really progress that movement. So this all points to the idea of what's called progressive overload. So the pro- so progressive overload is the key to good training. And I will explain it really simply now our bodies adapt to stimulus, right? Our bodies adapt to what we give it. If we, um, you know, go to the gym and we're lifting, our bodies are going to adapt and we're going to get stronger when we exercise. Some of the stimulus that we're giving our body is the number of reps that we're doing, the amount of weight that we're lifting. And this is a reason why we have to lift more weight as we continue to get stronger Because we need more stimulus or more resistance to get more adaptation or another word for adaptation is result, right? We need to keep pushing so that we can keep gaining that result. As we keep our exercises consistent, we're able to progress. Our form gets better. We're able to do the movement with more control. And then we have to really make sure that we're progressing our weight and pushing our intensity. So I'd like to do another podcast in the future, all around knowing how much weight to select for your exercises and how to measure your intensity and really know if you're pushing yourself hard enough. This is so important in training. That being said, some change and some variation in your exercises are necessary over time, right? We can't do the exact same thing all the time. We crave variety, especially mentally switching things up can feel really refreshing and just new and interesting, um, and helpful for the body, but that change shouldn't be super frequent. So sticking with the same program for at least two months, three months, um, while still working to push the weight that, um, you're using will probably be the most helpful for your results. So right now there are some people that are thinking, man, amazing, you know, strength training doesn't have to be complicated. Awesome. And just as a sidebar real quick, there are some exercises that will always like forever be in your training programs in one way or another, just maybe in different variations. Like we were talking about the squat. It's a pretty important exercise, right? So we might have different variations of the squat, like a high bar squat, a low bar squat, a front squat, different variations. Um, and we might be kind of changing them up, uh, like using barbell, dumbbell, using machine, maybe ch- changing the reps or the tempo. But that movement is going to exist in our programming kind of forever, right? So one that's kind of one thing to keep in mind. All right. So some people right now are thinking, cool, strength training isn't complicated. You know, awesome. That sounds accessible for me. And other people are thinking, wow, strength training sounds so boring. I can't imagine doing the same exercises for two months. Like, what the heck? And I've certainly been person number two. Um, and a lot of the clients that we work with actually come in with this fear that strength training is going to be really boring. <laughs> um because they think, Oh, I'm going to be doing the same thing over and over again. Like that sounds incredibly boring. And I thought that too, but the reason why I thought that was because I didn't really know how to do it well or how to really progress in it. So once our clients have been in their strength training program for a month or two months, the exercises actually become one of the most engaging and invigorating parts of life. Um, it's really awesome to see that, that, that difference of thinking, man, strength training is so boring to holy cow. I can't believe I ever thought this was boring. And it's because they know how to push their intensity. And it's because they, they begin to actually see themselves making progress, actually getting like substantially stronger and seeing results. Now, boring is nowhere in the picture at all, because you know what you're doing. And when you really are focusing in on progressing in your lifts it it's a different experience every time and it's, it's incredibly um lively and you really have to be present it's a practice of presence as well so the process the process when properly done is anything but boring i could promise you that it is not boring when you get your first pull up or you know you can hip thrust more weight than your partner weighs or something like this it's, it's incredibly empowering um so if you've never followed a good plan and you've never had someone really checking on your intensity, checking on your form, please don't write strength training off. Uh, try that first, right? Before you make your final decision. Strength training is also really cool when you're an old lady and you can still stand yourself. You you can still stand yourself up off the toilet or off the couch, get yourself up off the couch because you've been practicing squats for years, right? We're all going to age. It's an inevitability. And to be able to age with grace, age with strength is something that, um, you know, your future, future, (laughs) your future self will really thank you for, um, all right. Yeah. So in a future episode, we'll talk all about specific exercises like squats, hip thrusts, pull-ups, and get more in detail around those. But I hope that this provided you with some good foundation to know what type of training is optimal for seeing your results of leaning out, toning up, and getting strong AF. Uh, So remember to click the link to get the free program that I made for you in our Facebook group. It's pinned to the top of the group and all you need to do is comment on that post and I or one of our awesome community managers will send it over to you. And uh, don't forget to click subscribe. It really helps the show. If you have any questions that this show raised for you, just send them over to me. I'd love to, to have a chat and uh, we'll see you soon.